Welcome to uh, working title hat collecting with uh, Lacey Artemis, aka Artemis Creates. Uh, today, my guest is Jen, who is uh, the co-host of We Happen to Be Trans, a pop culture podcast. She has been an active member of the transgender community for several years on Instagram and married with two kids, so she keeps herself very busy. Uh, welcome to the show, Jen. Hey, thanks. <laughs> uh, yes, this is our inaugural episode, and uh, I we're going to just try to you know, go, just go on it. And uh, so the, as a, as you would have seen before the, the preface of the show. Um, so we're going to talk about um, what Jen's up to basically. So why don't you tell us a, bit, a little bit more about some of your current projects? Um, so just everything, the stuff I do on a daily basis or weekly in my life, I should say is um, I'm involved in scouting for my kids. Um, so that with the Boy Scouts of America programs, um, I do podcasting, as as you mentioned, um, Instagram. Um, I have a secret project. I can say no more than I'm working on it <laughs> at this point. Um, and yeah, it's work. I, I work out of this same office every day, so it's quite a lot. Um, it feels very weird to be in here doing something other than taking phone calls from my job. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can kind of relate because uh, I think I've mentioned this publicly somewhere on the internet before, but essentially my, my studio is, is my bedroom, but it's, it's basically 90% studio and 10% bedroom. <laughs> so, uh, and like I do my day job, I work from home and then I have all of my creative projects that I do here. And then my like just normal life and everything. So, this is a this room itself pretty much wears multiple hats, which is which is fitting. Yeah, um, I this this is brand new. I just got this just in time for the show, and I'm I like very happy with it. It's uh, good old good old branding. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so um, the next question, kind of in in series here, is um, why have you chosen, or or why do you? Yeah, basically, why have you chosen to do the wear the various hats that you're currently wearing? Um, well, I am a uh, one. I, I am one of the members of the hashtag Trans Eagle Scouts um, mm. group. We we do occasionally tag ourselves with that. Um, there's a number of us. I think I have found fifteen or twenty of us connected through Instagram or Facebook, um, which is huge. Um, so getting involved in Scouts for me was kind of important. I still like Scouting. Um, that was a rough time. Um, and, but, uh, tra you know, transitioning while a scout leader is kind of a hard process. Um, and doing the super secret project, that one, I stumbled into it. And I think it's a great idea. I love the idea and the project. It's not, I'm not in charge. That's somebody else's project, but I'm, I'm working on it with them. Um, and so, yeah, I just kept going with it because it was, you know, it was, it was fun and a good opportunity um, basically to do some stuff, um, work, obviously I've got to make a living. So I do that, you know, um, but I work in HR human resources. So a lot of my stuff focuses around diversity and, um, projects of that nature. I've been working on through my employer. Um, they, I work for a university and I'm getting an equity and diversity certificate. I've got two classes left of that. I missed two courses because of um, timing. 
you know, if they send out the email at 5 p.m. and I'm not on my computer, I don't register for it until the next morning. Well, it's full now and you're on the wait list. Mm. So that's that's how that happened. It may take a little bit for me to get through those last couple ones, but I'm trying. Um, and then I wa- got, you know, with, with the kids, with two kids, I have so much going on just managing them during the day. And now they're going to have school, um, you know. From home, part part time. They're going to be at school two days a week, three days at home. It's a lot of just work for the kids. Um, I'm married. I have a sweetie here in town in the metro I live in, um, and I've got another um, girl I'm I'm involved with um, outside of my metro. So there's a lot of texting and messaging involved there. Um, yeah. Yeah, plus I have, like, choose to spend time with friends, too, instead of mowing the yard all the time. So I wind up um, actually on uh, Discord chatting while watching movies, like Netflix party type stuff, um, all the time, a couple days a week minimum. Um, And so that all adds up. And I'm gaming. I do D&D games a couple days a week. I don't I don't think there's a day of the week I don't have something going on of some kind. Yeah, I definitely understand that. I mean, I'm not married. I don't have any sweeties at the moment, so I don't have that uh that hat or that system of hats, but uh hopefully someday soon that will will be a thing again. Uh and just you kind of mentioned the like trans scout community thing. Um that reminded me uh I have a a bit of a small, I guess about a half dozen of us now, uh, trans hockey fans that we've kind of connected on Twitter. So we have like a group chat that we, we talk about hockey, but we also talk about trans stuff when, when it's applicable and it's a fun little thing. And like, I want to find more trans hockey fans because I don't even know that many hockey fans, despite being, you know, a Canadian and everyone thinks, Oh, all Canadians like hockey. Like, no, they don't. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, I remember early on, I was I chatted a lot with um, uh, Heather Lynn. Some I forget her Instagram handle, um, but Heather Lynn played um, plays hockey in a league, um, and I believe she lived in Chicago at the time. I don't know if she moved or anything. Um, we lost touch along the way. I think she left Instagram. I'm not sure, but I know she played in Boston at a queer hockey league as part of the first all trans team in that league. Hmm. So she got invited over to play for a game with that uh, team. And that was kind of really cool. I grew up watching hockey and liking hockey too. So I have a, uh, you know, I, I have a special place in my heart for hockey, even if it's not something I participate in. Yeah. Hockey is one of my special interests. I haven't played uh, besides like just the occasional drop in rec game uh, in quite a while, but um, I'm hoping to, again, I wanted to go ice skating uh, this past winter, but it just didn't end up working out. So hopefully this coming winter, um, what are the, the main tools that you use to do the, projects like the the podcast and and whatever else uh, you're working on yeah that's (laughs) making everything work for me i can't live without my phone um Mm. 
in the phone, in the phone, in the phone, in the calendar, in that calendar, every single thing I do, scheduling my days. Because if I don't, I, I'll do what I did today and spend most of it um, binging a TV show. I, I spent the day binging like yesterday and today. Um, I did install my dishwasher, a new dishwasher over the past two days. Um, we had ran into some troubles and had to, um, you know, come back to it today from yesterday. But otherwise I spent the day watching the last two seasons of legend of Korra. Uh, yeah. I mean, well, we're, we're only human, right? So sometimes just, yeah, you, I know it's something you just get burnt out or overloaded and just, yeah, but I, I, I totally like this thing is a blessing and a curse and it, it's something that, it that my, my roommate kind of makes fun of me for is because I, I use a, uh, like a, a task tracker reminder app because I have like really bad ADD and yeah. without that app, like he, cause it f- really frustrates me sometimes. Cause it just ends up happening where like, I'll have like, you know, a dozen reminders just all pop up at once. And then I'll just kind of keep snoozing them. Cause I can't do it right now, but then like, you know, yeah. 10, 15 minutes, half an hour. And then they call and then it's like, Oh no, I still can't do them. And I just get to this point where I'm just like, go away, go away. And he's like, <laughs> Like, you know, maybe, maybe that's not the best solution for you. And I'm like, before I had this, it was worse. I forgot everything. Now, at least yeah. I remember things. It just frustrates me. Uh, yeah. But it's, it's the lesser of two evils as far as my experience has shown me. <laughs> yep. um, same. Yeah. Yeah, same. So. Me not having the, ca- the phone to remind me that this was happening. <laughs> I wouldn't have got my computer set up in time. <laughs> You mentioned before we were recording that you use Audacity for the podcast. Is yes. that the only uh, software that you use for that? So um, we record on Audacity, and then we use Discord to chat. Um, we communicate via Messenger the most rather than through, like, Instagram chat. Um, partly due to the fact that two of us have muted a lot of the stuff from Instagram. <laughs> Which is, it's, it's distraction. It's, it's too much. Like, I love Instagram. I love the connections I've made there. Um, my post yesterday, because yesterday was my two-year HRT-versary, or hormone-versary, whatever they call it. Um, and I posted about it. And I'm like, well, you know, I've met so many amazing people. And I listed off just, like, maybe a course close to a dozen, not quite a dozen of them <laughs> over the course of that post. Um, and I'll, I'll say more again on Tuesday, but oh my gosh. Yeah. If I didn't mute it, I mean, oh God, back when I had my first account before I got locked out by myself again, um, I would have had, I think I was following like 600 people and was like 1800 followers. Hopefully I get that one back because I'm much smaller now, but not too concerned. Uh, about the size of my account, which is nice because otherwise you get trapped in that ADHD growth spiral. <gasps> I got a new follower. That's a boost. You know, get that, get that, get that dopamine. My roommate and I joke about that. Cause like, I swear it's like, there's an algorithm that if you get one new follower, you have to lose two. And like maybe one at once out of every 10 times you actually get to keep the extra ones. Cause it's yeah. just like, it always goes up and then back down and up and then back down. And then eventually it'll actually go up and stay up. And it's just like, Oh, finally <laughs> it took me months to go from 1790 to 1800. Despite the fact that I'm on the podcast, 
I get tagged by Alexis at last a few times, you know, been tagged by her and a few other friends and stuff. It's like, go check out Jen. And uh, where did all the followers go? I do. I do have a very, fairly uh, high functioning block ability. Um, it's like, no, you're definitely a chaser block. Oh, nope, you're blocked. You followed me last night and I didn't catch it. And now you're sending me dick pics block. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm a high functioning block addict actually. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I'm not even, I'm, I'm not going to detour into that cause we'll, no. we'll, we'll waste too much time. Uh, I'm going to keep rolling along. Uh, I wanted to ask um, because the podcast seems to kind of be your main kind of creative uh, outlet. How did that get started? Um, so, excuse me. Um, uh, so we started out and, um, as I knew who, um, I, I knew both, you know, both of my partners, so Victoria Maximus and Kaylee cake are my two podcasting partners. And I knew both of them beforehand and they knew each other beforehand. And Kaylee worked, um, Kaylee tried, um, and, and she struggles with some things as well. Um, it might be a good person to chat with about wearing different hats. Um, but Kaylee tried to do uh, the gender positive chat and get that set up. And we had a discord for a while and looking to make, you know, projects with other people who are involved in the gender positive, you know, Hey, let's bring them together and stuff. And um, there were a good dozen people who thought they wanted to do a podcast. Um, Victoria organized it, set it up. Uh, her wife named it. And it was one of several projects she'd wanted to try. And she's like, well, let's do this. This is great. Um, and me and Kaylee showed up on the test day. And so we re we tested it out. Um, Victoria named me Jen Giggles because I laugh a lot. Um, and then, yeah, it just went rolling from there. Um, we've been recording and doing the podcast work for over a year. Um, and it's coming up on one year in October for our podcast anniversary. Yay. Yeah, I, I did uh, two podcasts many years ago, um, even before the, the precursor to this talk show. Uh, I did one, again, just interviewing people because I just really like doing that, apparently. <laughs> I keep, keep back to it. <laughs> Um, and then a friend of mine who I thought was really funny and I was like, I just said to him, I was like, you need to have a podcast. And, and he was like, okay. And I'm like, all right, you need to have one. If you're not going to do it, I will, I'll produce it for you. So I did. And that lasted for like a year. And then we ended up kind of growing apart, unfortunately. And that was that. Um, but yeah. So anyways, I want to. Uh, go on to our keep keep things rolling along. So I'm trying to keep us within my uh, my arbitrary <laughs> time limit. Um, <laughs> so, uh, do you consider yourself more of a morning or night person? Uh, um, I'm both. That's fair. <laughs> Once I'm awake, I'm awake. In most cases, um, I like it quiet in the mornings. Not a lot of massive noise talking just i don't even turn on music i live in a world of sound like i have music playing constantly or the tv on or something because it's in the background and then my brain can just like filter with it right um so 
I need that sound. I got to have it in the mornings. Never. I don't want it until like close to eight o'clock or I've been up for about an hour and a half. Whatever happens first. Uh, (laughs) You know, sometimes I'm pushing two and a half hours of just needing quiet. But some of that has to do with just stress and anxiety of working from home, managing kids and living at home all at this, you know. Yeah, my sister has kids, and just from the little time that I've spent around them, like, sounds like, I yeah, it seems like having kids basically means there's no such thing as quiet. <laughs> and and when it happens, it's just like, it's just like glorious. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh. And it's like, it's, I remember my sister saying something once, she's like, you know, if they're making noise, then you know they're playing and that's that's fine. It's when it goes sound, then that's when you have to worry because like, oh, but did something happen to them? <laughs> this is true. If it's quiet, go check out what's going on. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, uh, so, yeah, I know there's, as much as it seems like we, we kind of think of everyone as like morning or night people, there is actually like in betweens. It's not yeah. like, it's not a pure A and B kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, the um, ADHD keeps me up. I don't fall asleep until like 11 ish. And I turn my alarm on to start getting me out of bed at five 30. Like I'm awake, but I don't get out of bed for at least another 10 minutes because it's quiet. It's quiet time. <laughs> Yeah. Um, no, it's. I've heard like I've heard the the claim made that that creative people tend to be more uh, nighttime oriented, and like the majority of my friends do seem to be more nighttime people, and certainly like the creative ones are, are much more nighttime. But um, I also know that they're the thing with morning people is I feel like it's harder to find us because you know we're. I don't think we're necessarily online as much in the mornings. We're just kind of like no. enjoying our time and. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, where do I meet other morning people? Like, I don't know. Cause <laughs> not at the coffee shop. Yeah. Because everybody's like, I'm too tired. I need caffeine. Well, I'm, I don't, I don't need caffeine. I'm not going to find people to talk to at the coffee shop. Cause I don't want one. I don't want to talk. I like the quiet and two I'm awake and I want to do my own thing. <laughs> yeah. So um, another on a similar note, um, do you uh, do you identify or have been diagnosed in air quotes as uh, some form of uh, neurodiverse or are you neurotypical? Yeah. I, I am neurodiverse. Um, I have ADHD. That's my diagnosis. Um, I am combined um, as an adult. They didn't when I got retested, by the way, um, Although I never dropped my diagnosis, I just stopped taking the pills for a while. Um, They uh, retested me and only put me at inattentive. They weren't testing for hyperactivity, which they should have, but they didn't. Mm. Yeah, I uh, I mean, with this question, like I'm going to leave it up to people to elaborate as much as they they feel comfortable. Um, I've talked publicly about it a lot. Uh, I was diagnosed uh, with... Asperger's back when that was still a thing. Uh, in yeah, the, like, yeah. Mid twenties. Good thing we kicked that Nazi ass to the curb and started just calling everybody and an autistic as opposed to. Yeah. yeah, that that battle is still being waged in some places, but yeah. Um, if you don't know about that, viewers, um, Hans Asperger, who the syndrome was named after, who discovered it, uh, had some 
some Nazi ties. So yeah, you can go look into that if you want to. I'm not gonna not gonna elaborate on that, but mm-hmm. um, so another thing that I I find uh, I'm curious about in in this context of like being creative and doing all these different things. Uh, is kind of like age and more specifically kind of like over or under 30 because there's a really big emphasis out there about like you know what what are the, you know that like 30 under 30 lists and those things are just so frustrating to me because it makes me feel like oh if I'm 31 then I'm useless I'm washed up and my time I, there's no chance for me now and that's not true but you're made to feel this way by the way that it's always talked yeah. about and I, I'm trying to like I, I know a lot of the people I'm going to end up talking to on this show are going to be over thirty, and so yeah. I hope that that'll give some more hope to other people to be like, oh yeah, we're not screwed. It's not too late. We can no. still do stuff. No, um, thirty under thirty lists are stupid. They're built around rich, white, neurotypical people. Um, yeah. I'm thirty-eight. I'll, I'll, I'm just going to admit it because what. Pardon my language. What the heck? <laughs> There's a lovely, um, a lovely thing that you know. I'm a published poet. I write poetry. I've been published. I got published at 37. Was that last? No, it was. Yeah, it was 37. I got published at 37. Um, I got published in By Women Quarterly, um, and you know what? That's the first and only time I've been published. But I have a poetry blog I started after age 30. I still write every day or nearly every day, about at least once or twice a week. And so I was going to say that's an interesting point because you specifically mentioned being published in like a publication. And that's another thing that gets focused on really heavily is like, oh, have you been on TV? Have you been published? Have you, you know, whatever. And Mm -hmm. it's like. I have been kind of like DIY doing my own things since basically 2013 is when I really started. I was doing music before that, but that's when I like started a blog and a podcast and actually started to kind of create my own projects and start to develop a brand. And I have done like a ton of stuff, like completely self, like self published, self produced and uh, like, but not, like a lot of people don't know about it because if they don't go to the platforms where it is, or if they don't stumble upon me some other way, then yeah. they, how are they going to know? And it's, yeah, it's the, it's the struggle I've found with the, um, with publishing poetry in most places, what they want is a specific type of poem, one that isn't my style and, Trust me when I say this, like 90% of the publications are looking for the same thing. Um, That's the first problem. Second problem, they want somebody who has a master's degree. Most of us who have ADHD or autism or are neurodiverse get our master's degrees in our 30s or later. Um, Two, that was number two. Number three, they're looking for somebody who has... um, connections into the industry or the academic community. I'm, I'm just a generic person. I'm not a, I'm not in the academic world about, you know, with fine arts or, you know, if you're writing a, if you're writing short stories, um, you know, fantasy, science fiction, whatever, if you don't have ties and haven't put in the, time they won't ignore your publication completely you got to go to oh you have to go get published at this specific spot 
Here's a list of these spots. And once you've been published at there enough, then you can move up to this other list of publications. And then you get into the big names and be published with like Tor or something on their short story collections. And I'm like, Yeah, the the like the hoops that you have to jump through to get that like um like industry recognition. Yeah. And like to get yeah, to to become kind of like a household name, like it's it's really it's a totally different world and like I know for a long time even I was was trying to pursue those more official channels and then I kind of realized like cuz I I actually applied um I think it might have been 2014 or 20, maybe 2014 or 2015. One of those years, I think. I uh, I actually did do a submission for TEDx Toronto, and yes. I didn't get accepted. But I was like, that was me sort of trying to go through like the official fancy channel, and I just kind of realized like, oh well, if I'm waiting around for all these like official you know platforms to like to give me a chance, but I could instead I could spend this time and just like make a YouTube channel and, mm-hmm. and write ebooks and you know yeah. all this stuff. And so that's what I've been doing. And um and then like when I start like I don't know if I've told you this, but I guess I'll just tell the audience, you know, you know. Um I had spent about um I guess about four years roughly um under my like pre-transition name and, and identity and everything. And then mm-hmm. when I started transitioning, I was like, I don't want to do this publicly. Uh, I I just need to kind of like go hide for, you know, a year or two. Uh, basically, I just kind of disappeared off the internet for a year and a half. Uh, but starting kind of new projects or even kind of continuing um, some mm-hmm. of those other things, uh, I had to like rebrand it and kind of just hope that that it would be okay. Um, but so for the last, like, was the point I'm trying to drive out here is, that for the last essentially two years, I have I started from scratch and I've been like building these completely new uh, IPs and and yep. um, and yeah and just and you know building up you know an, an entirely new Instagram account a new Twitter account and like I've gotten farther with those now than I ever did before. And like, I'm really proud of that because it's like half the time, but I also had learned a lot from that first kind of four year run. And so this time, like I knew better what to do, how to go about doing it. Um, Still the problem with ADD of like, I have all these ideas and having to think, Hey, which ones am I going to like actually, Yep. which ones feel like they're worth pursuing and I'm going to actually invest the time into and which ones are like, well, it'd be cool, but it's probably not going to pan out. Right. Um, so yeah, like I was saying, because I did the the podcast and then I did a previous talk show, and I stopped both of those. And and I was like, eventually, I was like, you know what? I miss interviewing people. I really enjoy doing that, yeah. and I want to do it again. And so uh, I and I was actually just like I had a plan to like have people physically in the studio here and interview them. <laughs> in and uh, then COVID hit, and I was like, well, I can't do that now. And so. Now I'm doing this several months later when I finally decide, okay, you know what? I'm willing to do it this way. And this actually yep. works better. It means I can interview people from anywhere. Um, Me getting but, into Canada is not easy. <laughs> My yeah. passport doesn't match. Uh, the last kind of question was going to be what hats or what projects or what things do you want to uh, like pick up or learn or try in the near future or maybe even in a little more distant future? Ah, 
I would like to relearn the guitar. Hmm. I've got a 12 string in my bedroom. I used to play. I could, I could strum out pretty solidly. Um, sounds of silence, which is not a simple tune. I focused really hard to pick up, you know, certain songs and stuff. Um, but, uh, you know, I'd like to relearn it. Um, you know, the guitar, um, I would like to learn uh, digital music, but I, <laughs> I mean, I wrote a song once I wrote a jazz tune. I got the melody um, and a few, and a few lines for a big band written down and transposed, tra- you know, transcribed down and stuff. But <sighs> I don't know. Music writing is way harder. <laughs> so um, that's something I'd be interested in learning. Otherwise I think I would like to get better at um, RPG adventures, you know, like D and D Pathfinder adventures, get those actually, you know, written um, in a way that works. Cause I like to wing, you know, if I'm running a game, I'll wing it or whatever a little bit. Um, I'd like to like to get better at writing a full, full adventure kind of thing. Hmm. Cool. Um, yeah. So uh, I guess, I want to sort of round this out or, or kind of land the plane on the idea of, cause I want to, I mean, we're sharing experience and we're talking about the things that we do or that we want to do. And I know I did ask like, what tools do you use? But um, I guess the last thing I want to try to finish on is uh, aside from what we've already talked about, is there any kind of tool or platform or uh, resource that you think that you really think she, people should know about? Honestly, if you want to do something, um, tell stories, post your, write your poetry, um, share pictures, um, get a blog, blogger or um, WordPress, something mm-hmm. of that nature. Get a blog and use it because it's going to start you with you can give yourself goals when you have a blog. Right. Mm-hmm. So I set a blog goal. um a few, you know, when I first started my poetry blog, I set a blog goal of two posts, two poems a week posted for an entire year. Hmm. And I did it. I slowed down a lot since then. Um, but, you know, this year I decided I was going to do a poem a day shared on both my blog and Instagram during National Poetry Month because um, Nepo Remo, so. You know, there's there's Nano Remo National yeah. Novel Writing Month, right? There's a Napo Remo National Poetry Writing Month that happens during April. Well, National Poetry Month goes on, and you can find prompts all over the internet and stuff. So I did like three different goals with that. So post on my blog, post on Instagram the same poem, and get thirty different poetry prompts from friends. So each of each of the poems I wrote was given to me by a, the prompt for it was given to me by a different friend. And it was really cool. That does sound really good. And yeah, you're right. Like a blog is, is probably the simplest, easiest yep. way to get your name and, and a brand out there. And um, like I've been writing since basically 2013, maybe even early, like before then it was like, like live journal or whatever. Yeah. Places, but um, yeah, just having stuff. And sometimes I find, you know, years later that people will have stumbled upon things I've written and they'll send me a note, just say like, wow, I really love this. And like, oh my God, yeah. like so much has happened since then, but yeah. <laughs> Life is different now. <laughs> yeah. 
uh, yeah, we're going to we're going to record a bonus episode, which you'll be able to get through uh, my Patreon or my Coffee uh, page. Again, I'm just Artemis Creates on both of those, and uh, you can become a patron for just one dollar a month, which I feel like is is quite uh, quite reasonable. And so I'm going to be recording a, uh, it was going to be a longer bonus episode, but I think now it's probably just going to be like a, like a third part of this episode <laughs> where we're just going to let our, we're going to let ourselves tangent to our heart's content and talk about uh, like things that maybe we just wanted to trim down for time reasons here. And, uh, but to sign out this episode uh, of hat collecting working title, um, we are going to uh, say goodbye with uh, hats. Um, <laughs> this is not going to actually sit. Okay, I have to keep my head like this so it doesn't fall off. I love her hat. That That is great. <laughs> Mine's just a sparkly purple one, but that's still something. I think this is the oldest hat I own. Yeah. Um, actually, uh, I, the oldest one I think, I, I know where it is, but I'm not going to go get it. But um, yeah, so I hope that, uh, again, the stated goal, I hope that you learned something from this or you were inspired or just found like hey you're not alone about something and uh please do like you can you can email me lacy at artemiscreates.com you can get me on twitter instagram facebook um yeah all those different and just i'm happy to hear from you so and i think you know jen uh, please share yours as well <laughs> um you you can find me i do have a twitter i use occasionally um and i am on instagram still um and i'm obviously on we happen to be trans which is on most uh podcast platforms spotify i'm pretty sure on apple music or apple pot or apple podcasts or whatever they call it um but it's we happen to be trans and my handles are jen underscore giggles um and if you're on instagram and you want to see my current stuff unfortunately you're gonna have to go to jen underscore giggles underscore second and that's the number two nd because Oh, sorry. No, when I you get locked out. Instagram takes multiple months to get back to you to get you back into your account. Well, I have good news for you because uh, when I first heard about your podcast, I I use Pocket Casts as my podcast player of choice. Oh. And when I first tried to look you up there, I believe you were not there. So I have a secondary podcast app that <laughs> usually has stuff that Pocket Cast doesn't. But I just checked, and oh, that's really blurry. Oh. Hey, yeah, it's there. So I can now actually subscribe to you in the correct, well, not the correct, but the preferred app. Yeah. And uh, make it easier to listen. Oh, look at that. That's that's going to be really glary, but yeah. And, yeah, um, Kaylee does not have blue hair anymore. And we've just talked about that on the podcast. So I mean, actually, you know, let me know if and when that uh, top secret project is uh, is talk aboutable. <laughs> we, I will. I will. And then we can, we can do a follow up. Yeah. Um, yeah. So thank you for watching. And uh, again, I encourage you to, uh, if you want to hear more, come check us out on uh, the bonus on Patreon and stuff. And uh, I will see you around. Bye-bye.